podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. All right, all right, all right. It's a beautiful hump day. It's a beautiful jasmine hump day. Yeah, baby. Over 50%. It's a beautiful thing. Loving life, man. Watching Jasmine explode. We we got Jasmine from a third of a penny to now it's a penny and a half. So you do the math, you know. It's like some of you are four-timing it there. Noel Dalt goes, thanks for the Jasmine info, Big O. I know a little, but I'm not investigating enough to find some deeper coin. Dude, dude it don't get no g- deeper than Jasmine and Aletheia. And, and when I gave people... Everybody knows injective protocol now, but when I gave it in August of 2022, okay, just like I give you Shido, people aren't, you know, they're going to start talking about Jasmine. I've been talking about Jasmine for a while now, you know, what, maybe even a year now it's been, maybe a little more than a year that I've been talking about Jasmine. So this is deep, bro. Aletheia, deep. Those are deep. Those are those are hard finds. And we are, wow, we are blessed. And the Jasmine bag is growing and growing and growing, which is just absolutely beautiful, man. Can you imagine if Jasmine goes to several pennies? Well, maybe not for you guys, but for me. Ooh. Oh man. It uh it is life-changing stuff. So you know, those of you out there that got in on Jasmine, you're you're making a you're making a pretty penny right now, man, because you're four or five timing your money. Depends on where you got in. But yeah, it is a beautiful morning. We're all waiting for NVIDIA. That's what's happening now. The NVIDIA. And by the way, those of you that have been on Aletheia, that is uh AI. Uh a lot of AI companies are right now waiting for this return on NVIDIA. And if the NVIDIA reports come in positive, which I am waiting for, I would imagine that AI companies are going to continue to climb and explode like they have in the last week, week and a half. And one of them that we're involved in is Aletheia, a liquid intelligence token, which is way up also. You know, it's kind of like a down day right now. The market started slow. Crypto started slow. But it depends if you have a diversified portfolio like we do. We're not Jasmine, Aletheia, and I think Vanar Chain is actually uh, doing some positive stuff for me uh, right now. Vanar Chain is actually moving, right? I think, yeah. Yeah, it was up nearly, it's over 3% right now. So Vanar Chain has been moving slowly, uh, which is really, really nice. And then obviously, man, <laughs> Jasmine is up 48.54%. At one four six, so it's uh, just under, just barely under a penny and a half. Uh, so that is just absolutely freaking awesome. I mean, awesome. And uh, what else do we have? And Aletheia is up over four percent, and it is over four pennies, four point three cents. And we got that under two cents. So it is a beautiful morning when you're diversified, man. Whew. Uh, by the way, there is a new Crypto Bro show. I told you I would do one in the afternoon. I did one in the afternoon. Those are social media shows. So you'll catch them on Twitter. You'll catch them on, on Twitch or on Facebook. And we have a couple of Facebook pages. The Orlando Alzugari Facebook page is the one that gets the, the, uh, the Crypto Bro show. Okay. So I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do one today in the afternoon uh if not maybe i'll do one tomorrow for sure in the afternoon but i or because we have an afternoon show it might be in the evening uh by tomorrow but we will uh i'm gonna start doing it every couple of days and who knows maybe we'll we'll turn it into an everyday thing but uh yeah so good stuff uh kind of a slow day there's really not a ton of things to talk about uh overall to be quite honest um, Alex Winley is going to join us. Alex uh, obviously does an excellent job of covering Inter Miami tonight. They open the season against uh, Real Salt Lake. So we will talk to Alex Winley at 10:30. At 11 o'clock, Matt Verderam is going to stop by. 
So we'll find out with Matt. We'll talk. Um, they, they did charge uh, two of those idiots uh, with uh, they, they charged him with all kinds of stuff, including second degree murder um, for the two guys that uh, apparently it looks so far, at least with the first two individuals, that it's not really about a, um, a, a mass shooting. It was more about people arguing and just taking out their weapons, which. You know, people are really stupid nowadays, you know. Then again, we do have parents right now that are keeping their kids away from measles vaccines. I mean, the, the amount of stupidity that there is in this world is amazing to me, really is amazing to me how that exists. But anyway, uh, Kyle Cockrell is in the house and he says, Jasmine's still climbing. You damn right. Are you in, Kyle, is the question. How many of you did? How many of you got in on Jasmine? Huh? How many? I think I got this hat like, I don't know, nine months ago, a year ago or something. And uh, so, you know, it was just one of those. And I remember buying Jasmine all the way down because I remember getting it at 0.66 of a penny first. And then it went down and I bought. And this is what I tell you guys about the dip. I bought it all the way down to 33, I believe, is as low as, low as it went. And now it's at close to one and a half cent. So we're we're talking four and a half X now. And that's because I stayed with it. And when it hit the bottom and it stayed there for a while, I bought the bottom for a while, for a while, man. And I kept. So I wonder how many of you are enjoying because you you have you have um, gotten your investment two or three times, four times over now. It's pretty good. You're welcome. You're welcome. Those of you that took Jasmine, you are welcome. Jamie Zoria is in the house. Ray Sosa, Dolphin Dave. Dolphins will not win a Super Bowl if they don't fix the O-lines, big O. David in the house. Great show. I agree. I agree. And is it fix or is it stay healthy? It's really about Hunt staying healthy and, and Connor staying healthy and Give me the Armstead Kendall Lamb combination. You know what I'm saying? So, and then we're all right, you know? So it's really more about staying healthy, but I still would like to see them add another lineman. Would be good. Joseph is in. Thanks for the free education on Bitcoin. I'll be joining ASAP, my brother. You should. And you should chew up as much Bitcoin as you can buy before it absolutely explodes. And let me tell you, Genesis has been cleared to dump 1.6 uh, 1.6 billion of their of their crypto holdings and they have a large portion of it in grayscale's gbtc so there go, there's going to be some outflows so you might have it might have been part of this little dip the last two days um but you're going to have some it's just like i told you with avalanche you're going to have a little bit of a dip and these are opportunities for new people to get in Take advantage of the dips because then they will return. Like a friend of mine, when it just recently went down to 38, he's new at it. He scooped the shit out of it. And those of you that did that the last time when it went to, you know, just recently to 38, you're genius because it went right back up again because that was all the grayscale dumping. That's done now. Now we have the Genesis one that has several coins, Bitcoin, Avalanche, I think Polygon. It's a couple of others that they're going to dump. So that may affect the price a little bit because that's part of their bankruptcy. Um, but these dips are for taking advantage, you know, and those of us that took advantage of even the Jasmine dip when we were telling you about it, you are winning so big now. It's ridiculous. I mean, you are three or four timing your 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 investment. That's strong, man. Strong. Jay Gelfin is in the house. Stephen Gonzalez. One-Eyed Jack says, uh, good morning. I bought a little Cardano yesterday. Good for you, man. Stake it on um, Exodus. Get an Exodus account. Maybe you maybe you bought it, and I don't know where you bought it, but you can move it there and, uh, and then stake it. Okay, so build up your Cardano and then move it over to Exodus and stake it so you can earn interest on it. Get free Cardano. So it gets added on top of your Cardano, and then that lowers your overall price. Okay, let's let's do things. Let's do them the right way. Let's make some money and uh, let's let's have a good 2024, 2025. 
Uh, Gus is in. Alexis is in. No doubt. Um, Raging. Hi, everybody. Just stopping by between classes. Let it play. You got to let it play. Uh, Cosa Nostra. I heard true FinFan78 is the overall number one pick for the Nas National Flatulence League. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Number one. In fact, we're sending True FinFan out to the Red Sea so he can take care of the Houthis. And that way we do it all natural. We don't have to waste our weapons or anything. We just fire off True FinFan and that'll wipe out the Houthis. Uh, Josh is in. One eyed Jack. I had Jasmine at its very beginning and traded it for Shib a while back. Oops. Ooh. You traded something that has a real coin for a meme coin? God, I hope it works out for you. I really do. Got to have patience here. And see, you you know why you did that, right? One eye Jack. Let's now let's now let's let, let's let's have a let's have an honest conversation. What do I always tell you guys? Besides, I'm not a financial advisor. I always tell you to do your own homework. And I think one eye Jack, if you would have taken the time to read about Jasmine and read about you know, some of the things that it's, it provides. And, and when it comes to, um, your, what's that called? Your, your info, your, um, all of your personal info, right? They have a system that is, that allows you to kind of seal it and keep it, you know, away from people. I'm, I'm forgetting now the term for it, which is, uh, an up and growing type of thing that is going to be used a lot in the future in order to protect identities and protect uh, personal information and those kind of things. And Jasmine's part of that, besides it being a coin for purchasing in Japan, because a lot of people are looking at Jasmine kind of like their own Bitcoin. Okay. And because uh, if you would have read up, uh, and this is why I tell you guys, and I know sometimes politics mixes into the show a little too much, and I'm sorry about that, but because I'm investing I got to know about Japan's economy and Japan's economy is going to shit. And that's why crypto is going to grow there. And China's economy is going to shit. They're already there. They're way worse off than we are actually. And so they, you know, that also will power, empower Jasmine. And then Jasmine is led by two so former Sony executives, which by the way, I uh, believe Jasmine and PlayStation was it? Was it Jasmine uh, PlayStation? Uh, Here it is. Um, let me see. Do, 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 do. I think Jasmine is doing something with PlayStation. So if you would have found out about, you know, different things that Jasmine is doing, you might have inspired yourself to say, oh, wait a minute, hold on a second. There's a lot of potential here. And that's where I, I always tell you guys, please do your own homework because I want you to read up on the companies that you're investing in. You know what I mean? And, and if you start to learn about what these companies are actually doing, then you'll start to understand, okay, this has real world usage. This is going to, this is going to work. And, and then you can start to really believe in it and you'll probably invest more instead of switching to ship. You know what I'm saying? Um, meme coins are, they're, they're, they're a gamble. They're not really an investment. Jasmine is an investment, even though it's a longer shot investment than let's say Avalanche or Polygon or Ethereum or Cosmos or Solana, those are more secure. Those are more blue chippers in this business. Jasmine's not there yet, right? That's more of a long shot, kind of like Star Atlas, which, by the way, that's one of my long shots that has not exploded. I talked about it on the show yesterday. You guys do whatever you want. Um, my long shot, Ali, it has exploded twice now. My long shot, Jasmine, exploded. My long shot, Injective Protocol, in August of 2022, when it was $1.30 something, now it's $36. Now everybody knows Injective. Everybody talks about Injective. When I was talking about Injective, nobody was talking about injective just like when i'm talking about jasmine nobody's talking about jasmine nobody's talking about shido nobody's talking about ondo that i gave you last month and i told you sums up with ondo this thing is going to blow up 
you know? So these are things that I want you to actually pay attention. So when we talk about something, then go and do your own homework and say, all right, let's see if O is full of shit or maybe I do like what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? And I get what's going on too. Okay. I'm also, even though I'm not a financial advisor, okay, I'm better than most financial advisors. Yeah, I know. I'm, it sounds cocky as a motherfucker, but the role I'm on is ridiculous, but I'm just on a roll. Again, I'm not an expert, but, you know, I've been following this heavy for a little over three years now uh, for several hours a day, and I do my homework, and I follow everything. I follow every economy. I follow everything that's going on. So that I, I, that's the only way you're going to invest your money and, and kind of find out. You know, will it fly? Will it not? What, what's going to affect? Like I told you with NVIDIA now, I am waiting for the NVIDIA reports because I would imagine it will also trick a, um, um, a trip. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Aletheia to go off even more. Right. And, and you kind of need an NVIDIA report. By the way, stock markets. I don't know if you guys know about this. 10% of the stocks in the stock market represent 75% of the entire market. It's that we're down to just a few stocks and everything else is just like out in the, it's in the outer limits. It's crazy, dude. 10% of the stocks represent 75% of, of, uh, of total stocks. That is insanity, folks. Absolute insanity. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, Robert T in, no doubt. Touch point one seven earlier today. Yeah, yep. Eddie Lepp is in. Brian Landis, El Hivaro. I got Jasmine at point forty four and point forty nine. Dude, you're doing good. That's three times. Good for you, dude. I'm happy for you. I'm I'm happy watching people make money. We're the only show that makes people money uh, in town. That is, uh, Big O. I'm rocking with Vet and Vithor. Well, now Vithor, remember that's more the 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 uh, the utility coin for it. So you're not really going to get rich on Vithor. Invest in Vet. Okay, Vithor. You know what I do with Vithor? I mean, this is. Uh, I I get interest on my V chain on on uh, on uh, Exodus, and they pay me in Vthor, and so then when I collect a certain amount of Vthor, and I see it jacks up in percentage, like the other day I had a Vthor jack like a hundred percent or something, I cashed it out. I converted it to Ethereum, and that's it. I'm out. Boom. <laughs> so. You know, that's kind of what I do with the interest from the V-Chain. I, 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 you know, uh, turn it into something else eventually. Once you get enough, obviously, then you can, you know, turn it over. Um, Jose Reyes says, I got into Jasmine after listening to you. Oh, I got it at 0.49. Nice. Uh, think it gets to 0.25. I think it passes that. Oh, 25 cents. Oh, yeah. I think it's got a shot to 25 cents. I'm sorry. I thought you meant two and a half cents. I, I, I automatically put a zero in front of the two. My bad. Uh, yeah, I think there's a chance, man. I think there's a chance. I used to have Jasmine. I sold for Caspa as a, well, no, that Caspa, but, but you went from a, a coin, a, a real legitimate coin to another legitimate coin. That's fine. That's not a problem. Meme coins. <sighs> Chad is in, Ocala Joe, AD Dances, Paul in Connecticut. I got Aletheia, thank you. There you go. Casper is 9X since I packed my bags about six, seven months ago. Yeah, it's had one hell of a run already. Uh, when I jack, when I got uh, first into crypto, I didn't know what I was doing yet. <laughs> that's, that happened. That's all of us, bro. You know, three, three, a little over three years ago, it was the same thing. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, took the original investment into Jasmine out this morning, all profits and letting it ride, reinvested it back into ADA and Polygon. There you go. That's good. 
Uh, Kyle says, Caspa does what Bitcoin does. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, I'm sure everyone has heard the Trilemma and Caspa has solved the Trilemma elite team and so much more. Caspa is a monster in the making. Yes. Uh, traded uh, the Jasmine in January. Uh, traded the Jasmine in January 2022. So you're, you're doing good. Uh, Caspa is digital silver to Bitcoin's digital gold. Uh, flying out to DCC and look forward to being in South Florida. Have a great day, Big O and Sean and Chat Crew. Puff, puff, give fins for life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my friends. I appreciate you. I appreciate you all. Anyway, good stuff. Uh, let's get to our 3A graphics sports calendar. Alan Blanco and the great people there in Hialeah. And if you need custom printing and embroidery, please call our friends at 3A Graphics and Alan Blanco, 786-618-1443. Panthers last night did it again. They beat the Senators in overtime, 3-2. to two. Montour with a goal and assist. Ekblad got an Ekblast with a goal. Lundell also had a goal. Bob had 28 saves. Thursday, they're in Carolina to beat up on the Hurricanes, 7 o'clock. Tonight at 7 o'clock, number 8, Duke is visiting the University of Miami at the Watsko Center, and Duke is favored by 5.5. The over and under is 150. Tonight, Barry University taking on Nova Southeastern University at 7.30. Uh, also tonight at 8 o'clock, Inter-Miami opens up the season against Real Salt Lake. And Inter-Miami, if you want to bet them, uh, favored by a goal and a half, you will have to go plus 140. If you want plus a goal and a half for Real Salt Lake, it's minus 190. Sunday at 2 o'clock, FAU taking on the University of Texas San Antonio. The Lady Canes will be back in action tomorrow at 7 o'clock, visiting Virginia. And tomorrow at 7 o'clock, FIU taking on Liberty. They are 9-2 and two in Conference USA. So give the Golden Panthers a little love. They're doing some uh, – they're actually playing better than UM right now, although it's not as easy. You know, the conference is not nearly as hard. But uh, still, got to give FIU a little love. They're getting it done, man. They're getting it done. Uh, Big O, sorry if you've gotten to this question. If so, tell me to shut up. <laughs> Uh, but what are the resources you would recommend to start learning about crypto? Oh, God. I, yeah, I've talked about this uh, several times. Um, let me give you. Uh, like, Let's give you some websites that we can give you here. Uh, I see Jasmine went down a little bit now. It's such a hot run. It has to cool off a little bit. Uh, let's see where we at. Um, the defiant is, uh, I think it's the defiant.io is a good place to read. Uh, Finbold, F I N B O L D.com. Finbold is another one. Uh, watcher.guru, G U R U. Is another one you want to read? Uh, B in crypto. B B E N I N crypto.com. Uh, those are some that you can read. Uh, Blockworks, blockworks.co. Okay. Another way, another one that uh, will have information. Oh. And then on YouTube, uh, follow uh, Cryptos R, the letter R, us. It's an Asian guy. His name is George. He'll open up the show by, he goes, I'm George. We're all George. He'll say that. He's a really good guy, uh, really level-headed. And... Um, because there's a lot of people on YouTube that have a lot of like sensationalism to them. And I've gone through it and kind of experienced who's the bullshitter and who's not and all that. Like I, I had some guy used to 
come at me all the time with this whole with Ben Armstrong. I used to, bro, that guy is not, and it showed up exactly like I said to a T. The guy never tells me any more about Ben. Um, but anyway, so uh, there's there's people out there that you don't want to follow. Um, Crypto Casey, okay, C A S E Y. Crypto Casey. She's a young lady with uh, dark hair, very smart, uh, knows a lot about money, very good. Uh, Macro 42, you want to follow, okay? Uh, African-American young guy, got wide eyes, dude, okay? So kind of, I'm trying to describe the people, so when you see him, Macro 42, uh, he's really good. He's really, he's way too intelligent for you, okay? Like, he loses me all the time. And I have to kind of catch up and, you know, as I've, I've been watching him for a while now. So now he's educated me because I'm I'm a big dumbass compared to him. Um, Anthony Pompilano, Pompilano, Pomp. Uh, he's also really good, gets really good guests. You want to follow him? Um, let's see. Trying to remember some other stuff. I mean, that's good for now. That'll get you going. But do your homework, guys and ladies out there. Please do your homework. Read. And if you're really going to invest, you kind of need to follow what's going on around the world. That's the other thing. I would follow the business news. I would watch Fox Business. I would watch a little CNN I would watch MSNBC. I would watch Reuters, the business side of it. You know, Fox and CNN, you know, the news and politically, that's that's all screwed up already. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the business news. You know, you got to watch that in all the different channels, um, Bloomberg, you name it, and try to keep up with what's actually going on because that will help you understand what you're investing in. Like I gave you now... Like, none of you would know that the NVIDIA report will maybe affect things going on in the market. And so this is something really important, not just the stock market, but it will affect us in crypto because NVIDIA and AI is obviously notorious. And so there's a lot of AI companies tied to that. And so these are things that you've got to get to know and learn. And then that will allow you to really understand and have a, a real foundation of, okay, why is this going to work? Why this is not a good idea? Why this is a good idea? Those kind of things. Okay. So that's what I would do. Ray says, Panthers are on a row. What's it like? Seven games in a row they've won. Yeah, like 11 on the road, I think, or something like that. It's stupid. David Dwork was right. Ottawa wasn't going to give the game. No, of course not. Did You saw the, la the last one was like a, it was a boxing match, uh, a wrestling match, and, and a hockey game at the same time. It was nasty. It was downright, I mean, that that you would never think that the Panthers are going to develop some kind of rivalry or hate with Ottawa. And it's kind of developing that way. <laughs> it's crazy. It really is. That was fun to watch last night. But, yeah, no, I mean, Dork knows his shit, dude. I mean, he follows it every day. NorCal says, hit the like button on all accounts and let it stream. Desktop shop locked in now. That's it. Let it play. If you just come in, hit the like button, pop out. It hurts us, actually. Watch time is what helps us. Uh, Kyle says, uh, he says, just learn for yourself. Try to find somewhat honest person to listen to and learn from. And remember, most YouTubers are paid to talk about certain projects they don't really know about. Kyle's a, Kyle's a thousand percent right. That's why I gave you some people that are not bullshitters. Oh, Rob. I got to give you Rob. Fucking love Rob. Does a really good job. And um, and uh, what's it called? Where is it? Here it is. Here's my subscriptions. Let me, because I want to give you, I think this is it, right? No, that's not the one. Here it is. Uh, digital assets news, short haired guy, Rob, white guy, a uh, little bit of salt and pepper. Cause he has a little bit of gray here and he's always, he lives in Puerto Rico. 
Okay. And he's on every day, even sometimes on Sundays and everything. And Rob is a veteran of it, very level-headed. Um, another guy that is not paid to do any of the stuff that Kyle talks about. Crypto Casey doesn't do that kind of shit. George doesn't do that kind of shit. So I'm giving you people that are like absolutely objective. Okay. Um, th these are the kind of people you want. For, there's a lot of clowns out there, man. A lot. of, And I've been at it for three, a little over three years now. So I've seen them all. And I know which ones are the ones that are what Kyle Cockrell talks about, which he's, he's so dead on, dude. And by the way, those videos, when you go to YouTube and you hit a video and then you catch a little commercial before it and it's Brad Garlinghouse or it's Michael Saylor, and they're talking about giving you free XRP or Ethereum or Bitcoin and address. That's all fake bullshit. Do not fall for any of that. Nobody's giving you anything for free. So the second they tell you that, and you got to send your address, and do not do any of that shit, okay? I don't know how YouTube is allowing this to continue to just... I don't know how Brad Garlinghouse is in suing YouTube. I don't know how Michael Saylor isn't suing YouTube, to be quite honest. Don't know why they're not suing them, because they are allowing people to put videos that are fake up as for, you know, those short commercials. And I'm sure, people, you know, people, there's people that are gullible. I feel bad for them, man. So, anyway. Uh, there we go. Uh, no, I have not had her on, uh, Ray. I follow Brian Jung. Yeah, he's actually, he's pretty cool. But uh, um, when there was a lot of, when we were in the in the middle of the bear market, yeah, I saw a little too much panic in him. So it's just something that, you know, I'm not big on panic, man, in any way, shape, or form. So I kind of get nervous around people that are panic people because I'm not a panic person. I'm a solution person. Shit hits the fan. I don't panic. I, I say, okay, what the hell do I do now? Let me figure this out. That's kind of who I am. So Brian got a little panic on me during the bear market. All right, let's get to it. Inter Miami opening up the season tonight against Real Salt Lake. And the great Alex Winley is ready to join us. AAW underscore 1998. You can catch your work at the Bleacher Report, 90 Minutes U.S., and you also got to subscribe to the Heron's Nest. Did I get it all, Alex? Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Orlando. <laughs> Make sure. How you been? Good, good. Uh, Well-rested. I was uh, recovering from the stomach bug that I had coming back from my vacation, but um, I'm a lot better now. <laughs> Thanks to antibiotics. All right, there you go. I'm recovering to Achilles, and I had like a, a, a bone spur stabbing one of my tendons that runs one of my toes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got a boot on. I crossed the two-week mark. I got four more weeks of this stuff. They'll take off the uh, stitches next week, thank the Lord. Good. But yeah, I'm so limited. I'm limited on one foot. I got to hop mm. around where my wife is pushing me around in a little cart. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it, it's just, it's bad, man. It's bad at least i could do the show and you know i could still do this so it's actually pretty cool all right let's get into it tonight real salt lake now i have some criticisms of the team in the preseason a couple things that i personally didn't like and i get it man you're paying so much money you gotta go out and try to generate revenue and selling all those road games even though you had to refund one of them uh, you know, I get it. You're trying to make the money back, but yet you, 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 you had a preseason where you didn't connect with your fan base. And I think having a preseason here with preseason games against MLS teams, you know, uh, maybe people that normally can't go to games can maybe afford some of the preseason games. You know what I would have done practice. Don't you, how, how, how much are you allowed to watch the beginning of practice? How long? Um, honestly, the first 15 minutes, there's nothing, you know it's, you know it's just like them doing rondos. Right. And you know what I would have done? I would have made it a half hour. I would have put them all in the stadium and I would have opened it up to the public along with the media. Kids fly, come in, everybody sees it for free. They pay 
concessions, whatever. And then the team leaves a half hour later and they finish the rest of practice and do more to connect with the fan base. There was no connection in the preseason. Those games were at odd times. They were, uh, you know, overseas. It was just, there was not a lot of real interest. I just thought, and I get the business side of it. I totally understand it, but I just thought it was a preseason that you didn't get to sell the sport locally to your fans and connect with people. Your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I definitely hear you on that. I think next season they'll probably do uh, more of a, a, a local, national uh, preseason. Um yeah, I think uh, this year they really wanted to capitalize on uh, the Messi, Busquets, Alba, Suarez. Um, the brand. Name, names. Yeah, I mean, that's part of uh, sports management. You know, it's it's also marketing and, and making sure your brand gets out there, and, as well as winning and, and, and merch and, and all, that, all those things. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, I know fans, you know, local fans may have wanted more games here, but, you know, you guys have the entire season to watch them live. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, how rarely do they get over to, you know, Japan and, and Hong Kong and Saudi Arabia? Pretty rare. So, um, yeah, I can, I can understand the frustrations, but um, it is marketing after all. And then in the end, this is also a preseason that was taxing on them mentally and physically. So, and this is an older team. That's the other thing that I didn't like about it. And I get it again, the business side, the marketing. I totally understand the money, man. I, I, that doesn't go, doesn't go over my head and, and all that. But that's the other thing. Where is this team after this long-ass preseason that you did a lot of traveling? Um, I actually want to say, um, if you um, read some of the quotes from guys like Lawson Sunderland, Schneider Borgeland, they actually really enjoyed their time there as uh, – as just traveling, Robert Taylor said the same thing. They said they never would have gone there otherwise besides Inter Miami taking them. So I, from a fan perspective, sure, it could seem taxi, but the players definitely enjoyed that. And I know that they traveled with a lot of staff and personnel that made sure that they were comfortable and um, nothing was uh, a tiring for them. I know it may have looked like that from the outside, but, you know, um, from a writer and journalist perspective, uh, the players are comfortable and um uh, they were well taken care of. So, um, yeah, think, I think I think it was a good. You think they're, you think they're pretty healthy and they're and they're fresh enough. Oh, for sure. Even okay. Tata Martino said that yesterday. All four, all of the big four are fully fit and ready to go. Ninety minutes. Uh, there's no injuries besides you know the the obvious uh, Ian Frey, Franco Negri, uh, et cetera. Um, yeah, so everyone's fully fit and, and ready to play a full ninety minutes tonight. Okay. Who's missing? Frey. Who else? Uh, Ian Frey, Franco Negri, Coco Jean was bought out last night, so he's no longer a part of the team. And then obviously I think guys like Robbie Robinson, who is uh, unfortunately just uh, chronically injured and, uh, you know, just looking to recover that. But other than that, um, everyone's fully fit. Yeah. Robbie's not one that I've missed much, uh, to be quite honest. It's just been that has been a disaster of a draft. <laughs> unfortunately, it just has not worked out for the young man. Uh, overall, is this because, you know, we see Gregory shipped off uh, the Kamal Miller one. Alex, you might as well kick me in the gut. Seriously. Uh, actually, you know what? Kick me in the man parts when when you got rid of Kamal Miller. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about this team defensively. Are they top heavy? Do they have? Do they not have enough role players around? People that are going to do the dirty work. Talk to me about how you see this overall team after all the cuts and everything that they had to do to get under, you know, the the, the financial restraints that they have to be under. Yeah, I think um, I think they're well better rounded than last season, uh, which is going to sound surprising. Like last year, uh, the beginning of the season, they started off pretty well with those two wins. And then Gregory gets injured and uh, Finneville didn't know how to coach that. So it, it got progressively worse. And um, I mean, we're really heavy, heavily reliant on the academy players, which they played well, but that's not uh, that's not how you make a successful MLS team. So I think this year with a full off season of the, the veteran big four, and then you have the academy players coming back from what they experienced last season, having more experience under their belt, 
uh, knowing what it's like to be a professional, getting more MLS minutes, David Ruiz, uh, Ben Ha, Kamraski, Noah Allen. Heck, you can even throw in guys like Avilas, Diego Gomez, who played really well at the pre-Olympic tournament. Um, they're they're getting comfortable now, and and they're gonna have to they're going to get significant minutes as well uh, as the big four. And then you have um, new guys coming in like Federico Redondo, who I'm I'm really excited about, and 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 you know obviously Luis Suarez, who's shown that he's still capable of scoring as long as you give him the ball in the final third. I, I would say that there's two players per position on this squad, and and you know let's say Busquets is injured, like he got injured during the um um. Uh, was it the Hong Kong match? You know, it was just an ankle tweak, but, you know, let's say if he, he couldn't start tonight, but he, he will be starting. Um, uh, you have a guy like Federico Redondo who's coming in who could basically um, give Busquets a rest so he's not uh, out here um, stretching himself thin like he did last season. Uh, additionally, you have uh, midfielders like Andy Gomez, Benja Kamraski, Ruiz, Sunderland. Um, Yannick Bright, they, they still, the, the draft pick, they still could very well sign him. I'm really high on him. So they have a, a decent... A really nice midfield rotation, even with Gregory gone, so they could give guys uh, the starters a rest. You know, Julian Gressel, I, I neglected to mention, he's going to be playing a, a huge part this season as well. So, and in the attack, obviously, you have Suarez, you have Campana, Robert Taylor on the left hand side, who looks very comfortable there. Obviously, Messi. It's a shame about Faku for Fias because he he would have gotten uh, significant minutes, but I think. Uh, besides the you know center back uh, situation, which I'm not too thrilled with, mainly because um, just the lack of athleticism uh, with Kristoff and and Ryan Saylor, I'm I'm fine with Nicholas Ferre and, and and Thomas Avilas. I think they're going to do really well once Ferre is fully fit for 90 minutes. Um, um, that's the only big concern. Uh, left back, I'm not concerned. You know, you have Jordi Alba, Franco Negri. Yandre Yedlin is a workhorse, and he's going to probably play every game. If not, they have Izzy Boatwright, who they they signed as well. So they're they're pretty too deep per position, and and they still have uh, money and room left over to make uh, moves in the summer. You know, with the selling Gregory and make and, and the buy out of Coco Jean. So even if they do need reinforcements, they can always you know you know come back in, during the summer when all these tournaments are taking place and all these players probably want moves to to new newer clubs. You know, with the Euros, uh, Copa America, Olympics, the uh, players from abroad are going to be looking for moves. Miami could be that landing spot. So, you know, with Chris Henderson in the front office, I think uh, Miami's pretty uh, solid going forward and, and into the summer as well. So I'm not worried about offense, but I, but I am worried about the back line. So who do you expect to start? Because I know you gave us a lot of names. Who do you expect to start on the back line tonight? Tonight, um, Nicholas Ferre is not fully 90 minutes fit. You know, he's still recovering from, you know, a four-month layoff. He, you know, we saw him for about 30, uh, excuse me, 45 minutes uh, against Newell's, and I thought him and Toto Avilas looked really good. They kept everything in front of them, and no nonsense uh, defending from the both of them. So I, I'm pleased with that. Once they're fully fit, I think that's the uh, starting uh, center back pairing uh, tonight. I I, I think uh, Tata will will probably go with Noah Allen as the left sided center back with Jordi Alba on the left, um, Toto Avilas on the right, and, and DeAndre Yedlin. I know that's uh, that's telling because um, Noah is naturally, you know, he's a more of a fullback, right, right wing back, but he can play the center back. You know, we've seen him develop there. But the fact that uh, Noah Allen is now preferred over a guy like Ryan Taylor or Sergey Kristoff shows that Tata just does not have uh, trust in and the the two um, two elder center backs compared to Noah Allen, which is fine. Noah's young; he's going to run everything down. He may not be a center back, but you know, he's going to play hard. He's from Miami. Uh, he's going to play for the club and. You know, he, he's he's still learning, and I, I liked how uh, he looked during preseason when he was uh, playing all over the place. So I'm I'm confident with that. But, yeah, once Nicholas Ferre and, uh, is fully fit, I think that's the center-back pairing going forward with uh, Toto Avilas. Are you – okay, so do you expect the same, an improvement, or uh, maybe a, a little bit of a, of a step back on defense? I think it's going to be an improvement with Ferre. I think um, people probably underestimate this, but, you know, Ferre is Argentinian. He speaks Spanish, obviously, with uh, Choto Avilas next to him. Kamal Miller, you're saying. You're telling me I'm not going to miss Kamal Miller. No, because if you watched last season, there were several times where Kamal was paired with Sergey Kristoff or Choto Avilas, and uh, he was often beat for pace, like, way beat for pace yes there were a couple of tackles that he made that he hustled to get back but there were so many times where he was just out ran and out he paced by opposition attackers who were faster than him 
And okay. it's kind of telling how Phil Neville went and, and got him from from to Portland because um, I wrote in one of my pieces on the Substack um, that uh, Neville likes ball playing defenders that maybe aren't athletic, and that's exactly what Sergey Kristoff and Kamal Miller were. Uh, they're not very athletic, but they're decent on the ball. But that comes at a price when Miami was playing that high line last year, and they were exposed in defensive transition. They were always a step or two behind with Ferre and Toto Avilas. You know, Avilas is quicker. Uh, Ferre is more athletic and a no-nonsense defender. So I think Miami will, will be better in that regard once he's fully fit. And I, I still think that they can probably add uh, as the summer approaches as as well. Okay. All right. Well, then you make me feel so. Uh, maybe I had Kamal Miller a little overrated. Then is what you're telling me. I wouldn't say overrated. I just think he doesn't fit what this current Miami team is trying to do. Uh, okay. Essentially, like I, I don't think they're going to play as high of a line. I think they're going to go with a mid mid block, uh, more so uh, possession based style. You know, with uh, Redondo coming in, Busquets. That's going to be a pretty uh, ball heavy center, uh, a double pivot in midfield. So um, I'm looking forward to that. So once they have a Busquets and a Redondo in front of that back line, I think Miami will, will be set. You know, I think the, my biggest concern was midfield that they needed another ball playing midfielder because they couldn't progress the ball out of the back for, for anything when Gregory was there, which he was a great player, but you know, sometimes his ball playing capabilities were limited, but with Redondo coming in and, and Gressel, who's a really nifty on the ball, I think Miami will have a, really good midfield to shield that back line worst case scenario happens and and it'll be pretty ball dominant and and Toto and and, and Ferre can focus on you know keeping everything in front of them and, and defending pretty well do, do you follow Miami FC also uh honestly I've, I've been trying to they're um more local than inner Miami is at the moment at FIU it's about 30 minutes uh from my home um but um yeah, well, they just don't market themselves well, but I, I do try to get out to a couple of games. Cause, what uh, I was asking is when they had Fafa Picolt, who is in the MLS now, um, mm-hmm. but like five, six years ago when they had that run in the U.S. Open Cup, do you remember that they beat three MLS teams, I think, that year? We beat Atlanta, we beat Orlando, and I know we lost to Chicago in the quarterfinals or something of the U.S. Open Cup. But if you remember that team, that's what I, that's why I was asking you that style of play. Was it that because that's the style of play where they kind of a lot of possession. It was a really good team. I think they had like an eleven million dollar payroll that year. I worked for them at that time. I was a stadium announcer, and uh, and Ricardo, who is a phenomenal owner, by the way, he really he cares. He really wants to succeed. The only problem is he's one of those guys that doesn't want a salary cap. You know, he's, uh, you know, you know, you know more, you, you know, anything about the owner from the, from, uh, from, uh, from the, um, from that team? No, I'm, I'm not familiar. He, he owns all the rights to the Olympics and the Super Bowl and stuff like that in Central and South America. All the rights. Hmm. Got, Ricardo Silva's got money. Like he can print money. I'm serious. Like he is, you talk about a deep pocketed owner. Nobody would have kept Miami FC around this long. Only Ricardo Silva has done that because they don't even have the return. So that's why I was asking you if you remember that team by about five, six years ago that made that U.S. Open Cup run, if that's the style of play that we're talking about. That's why I was asking you because mm. – yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I don't recall run. I don't remember seeing them, so I, I can't say. But um, maybe if it's like a ball-heavy possession-based style that wants yes. to go quick and – Yes, not a lot of air balls. It's all ground, a lot of ground stuff. You know, yeah, you'll have, yeah, you have to have some air balls, but, but a lot of, you know, very, uh, very, uh, uh, very Central and South American style, man. You know, Mm. yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what we're expecting from Inter this year, basically. Yeah, most of the the roster is uh, from you know South America. Yeah, Paraguayans, uh, Uruguayans, um, half of it's Argentinians. I think the starting eleven, if you look at it, it's besides Robert Taylor, uh, <clears throat> DeAndre Yedlin, and um, uh, I'm looking at it here. Besides, uh, yeah, Gressel, Yedlin, Taylor, all of them are from South and Central America, and 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 Noel Cal- Allen, who's American. So. And calendar and calendar. Obviously. Yeah, calendar as well. He's American, so what? What a stud that kid is! What a find! Yeah, what a find, man! Wow, that is just absolutely amazing. 
All yeah, right, super so, nice guy too. Yeah. Um, give us a preview. What are we expecting tonight with Real Salt Lake? Yeah, so Real Salt Lake, they're going to play in a 4-2-3-1. They have dangerous wingers. They have a, a Chicho Arango up top, who is a dangerous striker. Um, similar to Inter-Miami, they, they're weak on uh, defense. So, um, you know, I would take Miami's attack versus any other MLS defense that's presumed to be weak. You know, obviously Messi, Suarez, Campano coming off the bench, uh, Taylor. Even the midfield, Gressel can can get into the final third. I think Miami will probably have the the um, upper hand when it comes to attack, you know, with this RSL defense that a lot of supporters say is not the best. So I think it'll probably be a game where whoever keeps the clean sheet and manages to score will win. Miami are at home and they want to put a, their good foot forward. Messi's fully fit to go in a full 90 minutes. So is Busquets, Suarez, Alba. Um, so I, I think Miami will... We'll try to dictate the tempo, keep possession, keep RSL from getting into that final third and, and keep the pressure on and, and try to score multiple uh, goals, essentially. I think the uh, biggest key is to keep the clean sheet. Um, maybe they will concede at least one, but I'm, I am I hate making predictions, but I think Miami will score multiple goals tonight and, and maybe concede at least one. But uh, I, I think their mindset is to win tonight, without a doubt. Uh, is... Are they the favorites in your in your eyes? Uh, yeah. Should win the MLS Cup? Oh, MLS Cup. Well, that's I'm a dependent whole thing here. Who who okay. is the team that could derail Miami to a title? Talk to me. Mm, well, I'm gonna say the the crew because they're defending champions. But you know, MLS is really, you know, you can win the league la- uh, la- last season, but play poorly the next, and you know, um, yeah, it all depends. I don't know if Miami are the favorite. I think. Ask me, uh, well, yes, on paper, they should be the favorite, but ask me again in the summer, and it just depends on form and how the team is feeling and how their momentum is going once they make the playoffs, which they, sh- which they should. But on paper, yes, they should be the favorite. Um, I, I know that they want to win the um, – the, they want to win uh, Champions Cup as well as MLS. So um, either one of those trophies, I think they're going to – focus well, on I, so I, tr- I trust the hell out of you so you made me feel better about the defense because i was a little worried that maybe there might be a drop off on defense so there's not the o- only other concern that i have is just chemistry mm. because they all haven't played together for a long time a couple guys do know each other a couple guys have played since last year so talk to me about chemistry how is that should that be a concern at all here in this first month uh, no, I think that you have the preseason to think, honestly, <laughs> that long preseason where they played like five games in two days. Um, yeah, I think the bonding time that they were able to experience, uh, you know, abroad and, and Dallas, you know, they played a lot of games. I, I mean, the games were not any more than any other MLS team did, but the fact that they were traveling together and constantly training and getting to know each other, I, I think that the chemistry is going to be better than what people expect. Uh, obviously, it'll take time to settle, but even uh, I posted some clips clips from the uh, Newell's game where they were play, essentially playing tiki-taka where it was just one-touch passing and everyone knew where everyone was. And it was uh, pretty pleasing to see from a Miami team that historically, you know, they they, they just bypassed the midfield and, you know, played uh, Phil Neville love ball 99% of the time. So, um, yeah, I think the chemistry is going to be better than what people expect thanks to that preseason. Um, obviously, they're going to still have to build, but um, I'm confident that, you know, they're going to have more chemistry than other MLS teams that uh, may have not had as strenuous preseasons. Yeah, Phil, Phil likes uh, more of the European German style, uh, more more long balls and that kind of stuff. How do you think he's going to do now? Because uh, I, I, was, I, I was happy he got a shot because – I, I, I can't blame him for everything that was going on here at times. I think there was a lot of stuff that was out of his control, too, at the same time. So I'm happy for him that he gets this opportunity. And by the way, a pretty damn good organization. Yeah, honestly, um, the Timbers, of the Portland Timbers and Thorns, they've had some controversy over the years with uh, some cover-ups regarding um, you know, Merritt Paulson and, and, and some uh, you know, sexual... Uh, assaults that I believe that happened. There's a whole write-up on that. And yeah, yeah they, they're they're in some controversy. The fans aren't happy with the organization, honestly. So them hiring Neville just kind of didn't really inspire them. 
hopefully he does okay. But um, a lot of fans are just not really expecting much this season. Uh, they they haven't really improved their attack. They brought in Kamal Miller and a bunch of goalkeepers, but um, you know Neville is not. He can't really coach that attack regardless. So um, yeah, let's see. Maybe they'll do better. He'll do better in, on the West. But um, I know Timbers fans are not necessarily looking forward to anything. You know, you you don't sound too hopeful. <laughs> no, honestly, yeah. Follow her on Twitter at AAW underscore 1998 and catch her work at the Bleacher Report, 90 Minutes US. And, of course, make sure you subscribe to the Heron's Nest. As always, Alex, thank you for taking some time. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank God it's here, man. Thank God mm -hmm. it's here. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. You got it. The great Alex Winley. She does an excellent job. So she's making me feel a little better about the defense. Okay. All right. You know, I, I'm not this uh, guru. She is. So I'm going to take her word for it. So I had Kamal Miller a little too overrated, apparently. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I'm looking forward to tonight, man. Thank God it's it's back because, you know, we've got baseball, but I, I like have no hope for baseball, unfortunately. Uh, Big O, I've been thinking uh, the same thing about those BS ads on YouTube. How is it? That, how is that legal? So annoying. I don't know. Uh, BlackRock and Fidelity now owe 200,000 Bitcoins between the two of them. Mega bullish. Yeah. <laughs> they're just starting. They're going to, they're going to get more and more. Um, uh, share bear. Why don't you stop talking about people without them being present? I don't know what that means. Try that. Um, we need defense, at least one good CB. Uh, Let's see. Hit the like button. Thank you, Dolphin. The team looks better the first half versus NOB. We shall see. Uh, LAFC can be a, a potential threat. They've been in the MLS Cup three years in a row already. Yeah, they always have a great team, man. Big O, besides the investments you've made on crypto, do you have any other reasons why you discuss it? So, uh, Because I'm into it. I like it. That's it. It's going to change my life. It's going to change your lives. Maybe not yours, but what is there to talk about Cosa Nostra? What, what is there to talk about Dolphins-wise? What, 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 what hot-button subject is there to talk about right now? Is there anything going on in free agency? Are they talking to anybody? Are they trading for anybody? Are there any negotiations going on right now? Is it something we need to talk about? No. The heat are off till Friday. What do you want me to do? What is there to talk about? Oh, you want me to talk about... Haywood Highsmith getting getting sued. I, I'm trying to figure out what is there. You know what I mean? Uh, this is not the show that's going to just create subjects just for fun and controversy or, you know. So I'm not sure what you want, dude. You know? So, yeah, I'm heavily invested. And it's what I like music. I'll talk about music. You know what I mean? I like crypto. I'm going to talk about crypto. And I like sports. I'm going to talk about sports. What do you want me to do? You know, it is what it is. And I'm going to talk about soccer now that we're in soccer season. I, I This is not a dolphin-centric show where I'm locked into only talking. About, and there's nothing to talk about in the dolphins world. Nothing at all. At all. There's nothing. Give me something, Cosa Nostra that I must be missing right now. Is there something going on with the Dolphins that we must talk about right now? Seriously, what? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Thank God soccer is back, says Josh. Ryan AP says, keep being you, Big O. I'm always going to be me. You know what I mean? I, I just love the people that want to change the show and it's like yo man it's who i am you know what i mean i'm not you know and I, i'm actually influencing people into something positive okay <laughs> really positive because they're all making money look at the guy with shib i mean with uh with uh, jasmine he already got out his investment profits and now he's leaving the rest a ride You know, what more do you want? I don't know. Making people money, that's actually a pretty good thing. 
Remember, you can make a donation to our show at Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show like Robert Triana just made. And he says, thanks for everything, Big O and Sean. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. Cosa Nostra, if you would be making money, you probably would not be complaining or asking, why? Why are you talking about crypto? You would have been saying, talk more. Tell me about another one I can make money on. <laughs> Big O, good thing we could talk endlessly about the fascinating subject of weather. LOL. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I want to talk dolphins. I do. I love talking dolphins. But I'm not going to force it. I have my my show sheet that I put together here, and I have zero dolphin topics today. Zero. What do you want me to do? There's nothing. And I'd love for you to mention something that's going on that I must have missed that I got to talk about. Andrew says there's nothing going on with the dolphins. Talk about whatever you want. You've earned the right, Big O. Great show. Thank you, sir. Big O, I saw Jasmine yesterday. You saw Jasmine. Did you invest in Jasmine? <laughs> oh, man. I just wish you would have gotten it earlier. And then that way you can be enjoying the big fat returns like the rest of us. You know, when sports and business collide, we like doing something called the KSDT CPA Sports Business Report. 